Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. This week, we're going to look at Creator's perspective on eternal life. The story goes that uh, that eternal life is something that we either have or have had, uh, possessed currently, or are going to attain if we're good enough and we move on in that aspect. But uh, we're going to explore these questions today. Well, this is highly relevant, even though you might not think so. We all know we're going to have a finite life here in the physical, but it behooves us to learn what we can about the bigger picture because it does matter. And that's been a theme all along and what we've shared with uh, our uh, listeners that life matters and everything you do matters and it projects into the future and actually determines your happiness or unhappiness in future lives yet to come. So we're going to get into a number of different implications of the concept of eternity and how it applies to us. We'll get right in. We don't have forever. <laughs> the, you ask creator, the fact of eternal life implies no beginning and no ending. It also seems to imply no origin. For if we had an origin or a creator, who created creator's creator? And then who created that creator ad infinitum? So it seems at the end of the day that the fact of existence simply has to be accepted as self-evident. What is Creator's perspective? Well, I love turning to Creator for these naughty philosophical problems because Creator is often fairly pragmatic about it all and helps us bridge the gap in being able to wrap our minds around something really tough. So this is what Creator says. We have a broader view and a deeper understanding than you at present. You are further hampered being in the physical and not in your light being mode where you have a deeper memory and awareness of much that has transpired even before existence of the current universe. As many of you were in existence then already. So much has happened since your individual creation that is attributable to us. In a sense, you are an offshoot of us. This is why we call you extensions of our consciousness. You are immortal because we are immortal. And thus, you have much of our makeup as your heritage, and this you can count on going forward. This is quite a blessing, but the rub is, how will you spend your time and how rewarding will it be And how much of your time and energy and efforts will be involved with things that are pleasurable and rewarding, and how much might represent lesser experiences, even times of suffering. Your perceptions are greatly influenced by the reality of your current existence being in a very limited physical mode of expression as physical humans. That belies your divine origins and your divine level capabilities for the most part because you are quite disconnected from the higher states of functioning of which you are capable when you are in the light and in touch with all your faculties. 
So we understand your desire to get some input about what this all means. In particular, this idea of eternity, especially as the prospect of death after a far too short-seeming lifetime eventually catches up with everyone. But this is actually an illusion. There is no death for you. As we have told you before, there is only birth and rebirth within the reincarnation paradigm that is ongoing. You choose whether to return in a new incarnation or stay in the light or go somewhere else. This is a world of volunteers. It is rough duty, and that is why things are so uneven and fraught with difficulty, challenges, and setbacks. Just being in a state of ignorance is a tremendous departure from the rewards of divine existence and awareness and puts you at a tremendous disadvantage. It causes doubt to creep in and with it a ramping up of uncertainty and fear, all of which will be limiting and will be a drain on your resources. So we can reassure you that the grand scheme, in a sense, does not matter because you are already part of it, and that will not change. You are inexhaustible. You are inextinguishable. You are perpetual. Who you are and where you are will be largely of your choosing, and it will be at once a positive, beneficial choice for you personally, as well as all who you are connected to, including us and the large human family of beings you are a part of. So this reality is the backdrop of everything that happens and explains why, in reality, there are no serious problems. It is because of your bias in seeing people die and seemingly leave forever that you fear what might happen to you as a physical being, including the consequences of aging and death of the body. That is the bias of your physical limitation and limited perspective, but not a true depiction of your potential and your destiny. Things are far more wonderful and rewarding than you can envision at present. Much does depend on you and how you handle yourselves with your current enterprise as to how that future will be shaped and whether the rewards come sooner rather than later. That is not a trivial distinction, but it does not involve life and death per se. It only influences where you are and what you will be capable of doing. You will learn much more about this as we go along with all that is unfolding currently in your world. So, Creator is just underscoring that we are eternal, you know, that, that we will go on, that, that we have come before, um, and that this is not something that people really need to fret over much. But the future will be determined by what happens here. So, Creator's not uh, leaving that out of the distinction either. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and this should be very reassuring for people. It's, it's hard for people to believe, but it's, it's been said all through the ages, from the very earliest recorded history, and the scriptures in particular. You know, being made in God's image is the literal truth, and deeper than we would even think. It's not just like molding a clay figure represents or is human-like in some respect, only superficially because of size, shape, and so on. 
it goes deeper. We're actually the substance of the Almighty yes. in a small portion. And that changes everything because that gives us a definition far grander than we would expect. Absolutely. You asked the uh, creator, Rene Descartes, who I believe was a French philosopher, um, asserted that no belief could be certain and irrefutable save for one. I think, therefore, I am. Many argue there is no more important phrase in all of philosophy. What is creator's perspective? All right, creator's words are, this is not a bad interpretation and is deeper than you might imagine in that awareness. As you are now aware, philosophy is a heavily biased human construct attempting to come to grips with the reality of existence and its meaning and purpose and consequences. Not only are all of those aspects highly subjective, they are deeply conjectural as a product of human thinking alone. That is the value of divine wisdom, that you can gain a greater awareness and a more lofty perspective about the true meanings and deeper implications of what you are a part of and where things might be heading. In a sense, this simple statement is like the key to the riddle of life. It does not explain itself, but it is a demonstration of an important reality. Your ability to contemplate your existence and the fact that you are a consciousness perceiving the physical realm you exist within and understand yourself to be a discrete entity containing that conscious awareness and able to think about the implications of what it all means are actually quite profound capabilities. This has been pondered through the ages that human beings are on one level, matter contemplating itself. Many philosophers have pondered the riddle of how this can be, as it is a clear demonstration that materialism becomes stretched to the breaking point to encompass the existence of this phenomenon. It is only because you are a part of the phenomenon itself that you can fully appreciate this, whereas no other species of organism can share such thoughts with you or have them unilaterally. And that is because you are indeed of a higher order of intelligence, and that is reflecting the essence of this riddle of existence. What makes humans special is not simply thought but consciousness itself used in mounting thoughts and the experiencing of that level of awareness. You translate it into language simply because of cultural conditioning and training to think that way. It is actually a much more profound capability because it literally does not require words for understanding. And that too has many deeper ramifications. So this simple awareness and philosophical insight, I think, therefore I am, is the key to appreciating that consciousness is the very heart of things. It is at once the most profound aspect of existence and the most profound force in existence within the universe and without. Taking into account there are many dimensions beyond the one you occupy as physical beings. 
So your lives and everything that happens are an exploration conducted by and for your consciousness to experience and acquire new information and experiences to add to your learning and growth in a grand unfolding that will indeed proceed through eternity. Everything else is transient. The material realm being a reflection of consciousness on one level that is energy constituted according to a desired pattern that will only persist for as long as that pattern is desired by consciousness somewhere to have it preserved, at which point it will be reshaped and reconstituted to become something else. This is an important lesson as well in the understanding of eternity because the one consistent organizing principle and theme will be that you are along for the ride because the ride is a consequence of your existence to begin with. The presence of your consciousness will determine everything that happens and what you make of it in response and in reaction will determine what happens next. You are part of a vast chorus of consciousness swirling about and cross-reacting and influencing the varied sources that are all contributing to the mix. That will make it exciting as well as rewarding and creates a set of infinite possibilities because each source of consciousness has a unique set of characteristics and all are different from one another. So that variety and complexity and richness is built into the very fabric of existence and is there for you to discover, experience, and enjoy. You know, it, it's not very often where a creator comes across as basically sailing, saying, hey, dude, you nailed it. <laughs> but I think when it comes to, you know, this statement, I think, therefore, I am, that creator is essentially saying that. It's, this is a very enthusiastic answer in response to that question. Well, we're thinkers <laughs> as a <Yeah>. species. <laughs> right. and, yeah. and this information coming forth explains why people can be profound because yeah. they are profound in their origin and their very makeup it's when they tune into that deeper level of awareness through intuition that the greatest truths come forward and that's why every great artist thinker explorer innovator is ultimately hewing to divine impulse and a, a divine level awareness through their intuitive reach. Indeed. You're getting it from above. That's where the lofty ideas come from. So, you know, good old Rene was, uh, <laughs> he was tapped in. He was onto something. <laughs> You ask, Creator, when it comes to eternal life, it would appear the problem is not one of quantity, but of quality. What is Creator's outlook? All right, and Creator tells us this is an important aspect or perspective to hold. Time spent in mediocre pursuits will not be as rewarding, as uplifting, and worthwhile as more lofty pursuits greater challenges that in the doing will raise you up and grow new strengths and add new skills and a refinement of capabilities to enable reaching even greater heights of accomplishment. The boring humdrum routine of physical existence is, in effect, 
a counterpoint to the life of the light being. This is no accident and is why, in part, you are here experiencing such things. This will add depth and richness and grow a depth of character as well. There is nothing lofty or enlightening about doing something that is easy. It is those things that are hard, that are a challenge, that will truly expand and guarantee a greater future because it will be the opposite of stagnation. This is not to say you are in an eternal marathon where you must go at maximum pace, intensity, and unwavering dedication requiring constant diligence, attention, focus, and energy. In the same way that you enjoy taking time off, so to speak, to relax or pursue an avocation, the light beings will do the same, because that variety serves many, many purposes at all levels of existence. We would see all of that as quality time, because there is an underlying flow and flux in the dynamic of existence that is still purposeful and will help keep you moving forward. So there is a time for rest and reflection, as well as a time to be on the march, and as well those times when you may be running a marathon, needing a high-level engagement for an extended period at a high level of energetic intensity having a variety of duties and opportunities and experiences is always ultimately healthy and enriching and contributes overall joy to the soul journey. Well, I'm actually happy to hear that uh, there's PTO in the, in, in the light. <laughs> Paid time off. You know? um, and I, I think I'll be putting in for some vacation time when I get back there, Carl. Well, I think we'll learn it <laughs> the way things are going. <laughs> I work seven days a week myself, and uh, I've had Creator admonish me uh, when there's a, uh, an opportunity, because I happen to kind of raise a, a question in my mind, you know, Creator will point out, well, you do need to take care of yourself, you know. <laughs> you, yes. You can't have a nose to the grindstone forever. You've got to have some time to relax and stand down and, you know, kind of rejuvenate. So, so it's nice to know we're not just here to be slaves and workers in some kind of divine assembly line. No, no. Yeah, and really it's about the journey. And, and creator is, is very patient and very accommodating and has all the time in, in eternity to work with. Right, so, right. So we only get pressure when it's in our best interest. And we do have some issues of great concern right now. And we, I think we'll be touching on those as we go along as well. Indeed. And uh, there's a lot more that can be touched on when you visit getwisdom.com. Uh, we have hours and hours and hours, hundreds of hours of uh, now of video, of webinars. Um, there's even radio show archives here at Voice of America. And you can check it all out at getwisdom.com. You can join as a participant member. It's eternally free. Uh, and you can get access to all of our, most of our content, at least 90, 90% of it anyway. We also have the Get Wisdom database with over 4,000 questions in there right now, as well as complete answers to, um, to the questions that are posed to Creator. 
many of the uh, questions that are asked and answered on the radio show show up in the database as well. And it's all searchable. So that if you have a, a question about a particular anything, we're really under the sun, to be honest with you. You can just type it into the search engine within the Get Wisdom database, and you can get creators' answer to that question. So come check us out, getwisdom.com, sign up today. Also, uh, be sure to check out the Lightworker Healing Protocol. You can download the ebook at getwisdom.com slash LHP. And we're back. We don't have eternity, but we're going to come back and talk about it right after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of this week's Get Wisdom. Carl and I are talking about the creator's perspective on eternal life. You know, whether we're not whether or not we actually have it, what it what it means, uh, the ramifications, um, and what we can expect going forward. Well, it's a fascinating story, and it's a look at our past and future as well. Yes, and it's a rather large one at that. But uh, while we think we have forever, there's uh, the points within this presentation where you know. There are things that have to get done within a timely fashion too, so we can't we can't be complacent. Is the is the the statement at the end of the day? You asked your creator, eternal life has always been presented to humanity as something to strive for, as something to something as something difficult to attain and easy to lose, or worse, perhaps spending eternity in hell. If our reality is indeed that we possess eternal life as a simple fact of our existence, is the endless fretting over it the greatest of all human follies? What is Creator's perspective? All right, and these are Creator's words. Here again is the influence of the human perspective showing up with an inner concern and fear that perhaps the idea of eternity is a lie, or that it could represent a liability, in fact. If something happens to create misery that is irreversible and cannot be changed, eternity quickly becomes a prison leading to endless torment. 
That is the cleverness of the deception that humans can be condemned to hell as a punishment and live in endless torment forever in a place of eternal torture, pain, and suffering. That is certainly a powerful idea, and such ideas will have an impact. They will provoke nightmares, loss of sleep, and cause much fear to accumulate in proportion to how one views and judges themselves as a candidate for punishment because of their awareness of wrongdoing. There is much to ponder in the idea about good and evil. While there is no eternal punishment for anyone, there are many circumstances affecting human beings that are ghastly and will feel like an eternity to experience them. Lives lived in chronic pain, lives lived in poverty and desperation, lives lived imprisoned and forgotten about, and experiencing a tortuous existence from being malnourished, subjected to extremes of heat and cold, various scourges with vermin and insect infestation, soul-deadening sameness and lack of stimulation, and being surrounded by hateful humans, seething with anger and all too ready to punish anyone they can get their hands on. Such experiences are are no way to live and are all too frequently encountered in human culture for many reasons. This speaks to the need for greater enlightenment, to deal fully and finally with the problem of evil, so you can get on with the fuller healing of humanity and freedom from the interlopers, who are the cause of the current ravaging of human society and its suffering. There is a purpose in experiencing the negativity It is not to punish, but to motivate. The response of the light being to such circumstances is to set about fixing it, to raise up any and all in harm's way, perpetrator and victim alike. That is the task at hand and the ultimate answer here for how to make things better. So the good news is that creator says there is no eternal punishment, um, and that, that certainly flies in the face of a lot of religious pronouncements. But we have learned through this, epi- through this program that, um, you know, even we ha- there's certainly problems with the astral plane, people getting stuck in limbo and experiencing, you know, ghastly problems as far as that goes. And demons have been around for almost since the founding of this galaxy. But we have learned that at some point this galaxy itself will possibly come to an end and when that happens any demons that haven't risen to the light themselves will no longer be suffering (laughs) so eternity is much longer than any kind of punishment or lifestyle that assumes evil so that's good news in that sense there's no eternal punishment that's that's my biggest takeaway from this well yes and the fact that punishment is taking place suffering of whatever kind is a solvable problem, and that's key. Yeah. When you think you're just stuck in a world of quicksand and it's sucking you under, there's no hope, and then there's no chance of things improving. Right. And so, and- creators trying to give us the 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 reality. There's always reason to hope because there's always something better you can bring about if you work at it. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's that's what we're attempting to portray here, is that the idea of eternal life is a very hopeful one, in fact. You ask creator, eternal life is often portrayed as something to get to, a destination that lies in our future, 
But wouldn't a wiser perspective be to think of one's existence not at the beginning of eternity or at the end of eternity, but right smack in the middle of it? And Creator tells us, this is a wise perception. Given you have eternity to work with, there is little point to envisioning an end stage that will never come. There's also little point in feeling inadequate and inept because you feel you might be only at the beginning or near the beginning with so much left to go and perhaps not feeling up to the task or the challenge given the difficulties of life you've already experienced and found to be so hard. We can reassure you that human life is an anomaly. It is a troubled area and that is why you were created to come in and heal it. So by definition, this will be difficult and unpleasant work simply through encountering and inevitably experiencing firsthand what it means to suffer. That is not the norm. Most beings in existence have much better lives than you do. You are taking on a challenge and making a personal sacrifice to put yourselves in harm's way to work on the problem of evil, knowing you will likely miss the mark through ignorance and deception and may well be corrupted in the bargain to participate in the evil doing and incur karmic penalties as well. This happens frequently to the lightworkers who come down from a sojourn in the light full of high ideals and expectations that this life will be the one when they make a breakthrough. We are rooting for your success and can tell you it is feasible and can happen if you are diligent and persevere. If you stay focused and use your time wisely and well, you can win. That can be your touchstone. The art of living is making good use of your time so that on balance you are doing more that is productive than not. Times of rest are not wasted but times that involve backpedaling and decline are an error that will have consequences and become a burden in having to right the ship and make up for lost time. There are time considerations and time constraints as well. You do not have unlimited time to work with here in order for the human enterprise to continue. You must make sufficient strides within the next few years in order to win the day and not have to witness the annihilation of humanity in the physical and lose the earth to the interlopers. What is needed is not a frantic, desperate, all-out assault, but a measured and consistent diligence to stay the course and keep working and using your intelligence and divine partnership to be a force multiplier in your favor. This we have helped you with and will continue to do so. It is better to be thorough than to overhurry and lose by taking shortcuts that leave you vulnerable and not preparing a proper foundation of strength to help you go to the distance in what you are facing as a challenge. Well, I, this last paragraph was very personally encouraging for me. Because um, we know we're under a time constraint. You know, we've been told repeatedly that the, even the whole point of this Get Wisdom Project is to bring this message to the world that people need to engage in prayer and, and establish a partnership with Creator if we're going to even save humanity. You know, that's critically important. 
So it's it's nice to hear this last paragraph that says we still have a few years with an S on the end to try to get this right, because <laughs> at least we have years, not months. <laughs> it's all in perspective, right? Well, most people are on the sidelines, functionally speaking, because they are not aware of this. They think the world sucks, but they're they're not seeing that there's a dark force bringing it about that is going to worsen things and worsen and worsen until there is no more. And the only thing standing in between that happening and things getting better is enough people who want the improvement and can make an intelligent, thoughtful outreach to the Almighty requesting assistance with an understanding of what's needed, what's wrong, and what can be done about it. That's the information creators bringing through Get Wisdom. It's the operating rules and the wordings we can use to make a meaningful outreach to the divine. Just a vague prayer, you know, come help me, make my life better, give me what I want, isn't going to cut it. It's too vague, it's too nonspecific, and it is from a place of ignorance and cannot be rewarded with a complete solution. That's the way things go energetically. You have to know a good deal about what's wrong and what's needed and have a divine partnership in order to get the divine really working on your behalf. And that's what Get Wisdom is all about. You ask creator, the problem of atheism presents another vexing dilemma. Most atheists hardly appear indifferent when asked about God, which seems odd if they truly disbelieve fully in God and creation. Rather, they often come across as angry and rebellious and even spiteful. And they especially reject the notion of eternal life. Is it eternal life or eternal damnation that is their foundational fear? Is rejecting the existence of eternal life uh, really to remove the danger of eternal damnation along with it? Okay, and Creator tells us, Yours is a nice theory to explain this aspect of human psychology, but it is ignoring a central issue and dilemma, that humans are not unfettered, able to think clearly for themselves, to make such choices in a free and unhindered manner. What you are seeing in the uneasiness of the would-be atheist who dismisses the idea of an eternal soul is the tension caused by an inner programming to disbelieve it. The fact that humans resonate quite strongly with spiritual concepts is no accident. It is because humans are of the divine that they resonate so strongly with talk about divine principles and with the truth of the divine as a core belief held by many. When this is resisted, it is because of inner conflict, not from being rejected by the would-be atheists believing they're gaining the high ground and rejecting a superstitious notion of God that cannot be proven and is quite tarnished at this point from all of the warring religious factions with a quite sordid history of human misery done in the name of the Lord. The actual conflict is in reaction to subconscious mind control manipulation to make people disbelieve by implanting such beliefs within their being. This will create inevitably a tension between parts of the mind programmed with such beliefs 
and parts of the mind believing otherwise from prior teachings and life experience that has served to create deeply entrenched belief in a higher power and a higher purpose for human life. The fundamental problem of belief is the dilemma created by the interlopers to disconnect you from ability to hear us talk to you within your mind, as is happening for your channel at the moment. If everyone retained that capability, the existence of the Almighty would be a given, because it would be experienced in the same way you feel the air moving from the wind, see the sunlight, hear the clap of thunder accompanying a rain shower, and smell the aroma of the blooming foliage. Because you have those sensory validations, you believe in nature as you believe in your own existence for the same reason. When God is not in your awareness through your senses, but only an idea, that creates quite a challenge and a burden to belief. The fact people believe at all is a testament to the power of divinity within you, as there is still a strong resonance with the principles because it truly is your nature and your origin as well. That is why the idea of God does not go away, even with this handicap. The sad reality is many atheists will have a hard time reclaiming belief in the divine because of the programming they have been subjected to. It will be a healing challenge to undo through belief replacement the damage that is accumulated with an ongoing steady manipulation of human beings deep within their mind to close them off from the reality of the divine. You know, this last paragraph uh, really kind of revealed something here. Um, and even this whole, this whole channeling answer, I think, really adds to our collective understanding of what's going on with the atheists. It certainly answers my question in the sense of why... The, I haven't met a happy atheist. You know, they all kind of have a spiteful kind of rejecting attitude. And it's like, well, if you really believed in that there was no God, well, why, why are you passionate about that disbelief? Well, now we have an answer. There's cognitive dissonance going on <laughs> within them. You know, they're, they're, they're in conflict because they have a divine origin and that's bubbling up and it's competing with the programmed disbelief that's in, you know, within them. So that makes some sense. Yeah, indeed it does. And this is the evil handiwork we're here to fix. Yes. The manipulation of humanity. Every which way you could imagine, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, we're being manipulated on multiple levels 24-7. And heavily through propaganda and the installation of negative beliefs of all kinds. That's how they get wars going. Yep. Getting nations to hate one another who've never met each other, but they'll hate each other because they have implanted beliefs. Their enemy's out to get them. Their enemy doesn't like them. They feel superior to you. They look down on you. They're harming you. You need to seek revenge. Vengeance is the answer. They, incul they inculcate these beliefs. No wonder races hate one another over stupid ideas like what kind of skin pigmentation they happen to be born with. I, this is I, a crazy I, idea on its face, and it's put there by the interlopers. But, you know, it raises a question about the interlopers because we know they're, for all practical purposes, almost completely cut off from their divine, you know, spark other than life support. 
Um, so while the human, the typical human atheist has the cognitive dissonance going on, I have to wonder about the interlopers. Are they, are they beyond that? They're so far disconnected. You know, it's an interesting question. Well, I think the answer is they are completely disconnected because Crater has made clear they are sociopaths. Yeah. I mean, that's as bad as it gets. No conscience, no remorse, no ability to be compassionate. No empathy, yeah. No empathy and complete disregard for anyone else's rights. Totally selfish and self-serving. So raising them up is going to be quite the challenge. We've got a lot of work to do. Uh, check us out at GetWisdom.com. You can check out our healing services. Uh, go to the main page, and up on the menu bar, there's a healing tab. And uh, you can get requests of services of a practitioner. Um, the, the opportunity is there to, to hire somebody to do the, the protocol work for you, which can be very powerful. So check it all out, GetWisdom.com. We'll be back with more on eternal life right after this. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the final segment of this week's Get Wisdom. We are talking about our creator's perspective on eternal life. And uh, while it's, it's really a message of hope and, and one that is intended to be one of comfort, um, we're also, <laughs> Creator seems to never tire with this project of ours, Carl, of reminding us that we have some urgent work to do. Well, and it's why we're involved with Get Wisdom in, in the first place. So what we're telling you is not because it's self-serving. We ourselves are serving. I would not choose to take on this kind of dark issue and problem given other alternatives. But when you see the light, you can't go back to the darkness again. You want more of the light. And, and that's what an awakening is for. So 
we're hoping to awaken others so they see the wisdom in yes. working on these issues because they're getting very dire and and the the, the issues are looming larger so yes everything anything you can learn about this and consider will serve you well and will serve all of humanity if you can be moved to do some prayer work and maybe do some healing requests and learn how to do that or have us work with you to help yes. you and your loved ones because that's how we can make the difference in this world we you know just sitting back and and watching other people make promises about how things are going to get fixed is not going to change the world you have to get involved personally we need as many to get involved with this work as possible that's that's what's always made sense to me and why i, I was enthusiastic participant in this project because it empowers the individual to actually contribute rather than just sit on the sideline and and watch the fireworks that's not what's that's not what we're here for yeah and it's it's a misunderstanding by the spiritual community who are always talking about enlightenment and wanting to have enlightenment, thinking that's going to be through knowledge, through right. a better understanding of the spiritual, and being maybe clean within on all levels in some mysterious way, purging negativity and so on. But it's much deeper. It's really the reality of the need for healing. Yes. Healing is the path to enlightenment. It will only be through healing that you will have a restoration, a rejuvenation, and a completion to make you fully in divine alignment. Absolutely. You ask Creator, we may have eternity to get it right, but if we learned anything from Creator, it would be the height of foolishness to waste valuable time through complacency simply because we have been given an eternity to work with. How can we balance in our minds the confidence that we will go on no matter what, while recognizing that urgent action of critical importance is needed, how does the wise person reconcile this dilemma? All right, and Creator tells us, you are asking a broad, open-ended question without defining current circumstances. If there were an eternity available to solve the problem of evil, you could indeed take your time to apply yourself here and there to the task and take much time to enjoy other pursuits along the way. And that indeed would be reasonable balance under those circumstances. Unfortunately, the realities of current existence create an imperative to act in earnest here in solving the problem of evil sooner rather than later for reasons of risk to human survival brought about by the aims of the interlopers to launch a full-scale annihilation of humanity that could well happen within the next five years unless enough healing can be launched to help them change their plans. This changes everything. It is a decision that has been made before, but forestalled, and has now arisen yet again in their thinking. They want to be done with this place and with you. They despise humans and everything about them in seeing you as lesser beings. It is a perfect example of racism. And this is why racism among, among humanity exists in the first place. It is a product of their thinking. They imparted to you to cause you trouble, to hate one another and get warring factions going based on perceived racial differences and potential worth, just as they create suspicion and eventual hatred between nation states to get wars going. 
We have made clear that you need divine help to solve this problem. You cannot reason with these beings. If they come forward out in the open, it will be with a false promise to help and embracing their outreach and trusting them to lead you with a promise they can do it better. This will be your undoing because humans will have lined up with the interlopers and we will be unable to go against the free will choice of humanity. So there is a narrow window of time here to further contribute to the awakening of humanity to the urgent need to cultivate a stronger partnership with the divine and to use your conscious desires through prayer and healing requests to enlist enough divine help to intercede with the interlopers and help them see an advantage in changing their plans to disengage without the dire parting shot they have underway in their preparations. There is a way to win, and there is, a, there is time to make it happen still, but you need to get going and help recruit others as well. It will not be easy, but only because of the size of the recruitment problem, not what each individual will need to do. It only requires an outreach from within your own mind in the privacy of your own home to request divine assistance in a meaningful and precise way. And this we have taught you and will carry no risk. There are only benefits. And that's really the good news is that we have learned that prayer is protected and, and really always has been. If it's sincere prayer directed to the divine, that is a protected channel of communication. And uh, and basically, the Lightwork Healing Protocol and the enhanced prayers that we've received from a creator falls within that umbrella of protection, that there is no danger to the self in engaging in requests to the divine whatsoever. Yes, you can fight against the darkness anonymously. And that's the best way to fight a war. Yeah. <laughs> you, it doesn't get any easier or better than no, that. No, it doesn't. it doesn't. You know, it's like you're invisible. You know, so you can yeah. go out in the battlefield and pick and choose your targets and ask for healing and help for any and all, no matter how high level they might be. And you will not be traceable as far as initiating that outreach. It'll be done by the divine, indirectly. And your identity is secure. Yeah, so there's no risk. There's only opportunity to become great, to have wonderful good karma in your future from acting now in a way that's really going to make a difference. You know, it just occurred to me, Carl, that in a way this is fighting fire with fire because the interlopers hide behind their ability to, to be, remain off-planet and to influence us in indirect ways that we cannot perceive directly. So it's only fair that we have an opportunity to fight fire with fire and be able to invoke divine assistance without their knowledge. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't like the expression <laughs> fighting fire with fire because I see it a little differently, that it's, yeah. it's not, I, I, it's not so, doing something dastardly no, to it's them. Not, yeah, it's not, precise, it's not a precise definition. <laughs> right. I mean, fighting fire with fire means, you know, they burn your house, you're going to burn their house. Right. But, but this is taking their dastardly attack on us and reaching to God yes. to come down and raise them up. Right. So they give up something that's dark that will 
be a curse for them for a long, long time in annihilating other worlds and subjugating and enslaving people, all the things they've done, all the suffering they've caused. That's going to be a huge span of time to recover from. Yeah. And, and really, we're, you know, to think about it, our weapon is healing. It's not designed to harm. We're actually looking to raise up our opposition. Absolutely. You know, Let's get into that. Absolutely. You ask, Creator, it seems the urgency is all about healing, that we have a rare and magnificent opportunity to invoke and experience problem resolution like never before, but only a limited time to make it happen. Can Creator share how we can seal the deal with prayer work and light work healing protocol so that eternity is full of joy and wonder rather than suffering and drudgery? All right, Creator says... We have shared before the truth that we would not give you false hope. If you were doomed by being in the crosshairs of an alliance of superior extraterrestrial beings who want to destroy you and claim your planet for their own purposes, and this cannot be stopped, we would not be giving you false encouragement to set about doing prayer and healing work. We are attempting to awaken those still asleep from disconnection and program complacency to begin recalling the purpose behind their incarnation. You have all come down as light workers. No one comes to this place who is not filled with burning desire to overcome the machinations of the interlopers. We have also instructed you how to obtain divine assistance, which is the only route to success. There are no outside saviors who can help. All such talk is disinformation, intending to disempower you and thinking there's already a solution and help is on the way. So nothing is needed from you but to enjoy the unfolding action and look forward to the rewards of success. Nothing could be further from the truth. Your fate is currently undecided. No outside benevolent extraterrestrials can come to your aid because it would trigger an overwhelming destructive war with you as the hostages. No advanced civilization would participate in precipitating a mass slaughter. You need a partnership with the Almighty and the legions of light beings assisting. The details in making such requests are defined precisely within the Lightworker Healing Protocol. It is a series of specific descriptions of what is needed and wording to ask the divine realm to step forward and bring in the changes needed to overcome all aspects of corruption and its consequences that have accumulated such a huge backlog of karmic wounding for each and every person who has been through life here before in the earth plane. We have the power to change this dark outcome to its opposite. This is a test of you. Can you be awakened and motivated to act in your best interests and come to believe in what is needed and make a conscious choice to do the right thing? It is up to you. The power available is unlimited, but can only be applied in proportion to the level of human conscious intention mounting the request for assistance. You need a quorum, as many humans as possible, to awaken to the dark doings of the interlopers and find their way to an appreciation and understanding of our message being given through you. Those hearing this have an obligation and responsibility because you are being called to duty here, and we mean this sincerely. It will be the most important act as a human being you have ever done to step up 
accept the mantle of the light worker and do regular prayer and light worker healing protocol sessions to help heal the interlopers enough so they withdraw and allow humanity to continue its healing journey and transcend from this dark chapter in your history. The glorious future awaiting you will only happen when the current dilemma has been addressed and solved. We can promise you the rewards greatly outweigh the short-term burden this represents. This is a call to action, Carl. This is We need people to to actively participate, to make these requests, to learn the best way to make these requests. And they can do that at getwisdom.com. Be sure to download our ebook on the Lightwork Healing Protocol so you can understand what it is and, and how to go about the journey to acquiring um, proficiency in it and how to use it. You can get that at getwisdom.com slash LHP. Uh, we're out of, we don't have eternity for this show, even though it was on eternity, Carl. But thanks, everyone. All right. Be well. Make your life count. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 